What's on the list? What's on what's on the list in your mind? The list in my mind. Mm. That's uh, that's that's let's you know that's full of uh, fantastical transcultural concepts like um, yeah, elephant starship. Um, but yeah, but uh, in terms of, I th- I'm keen to um, do a couple more listener suggestions before at least before we get back into my uh, full range of indulgence. That said, is there one that you're thinking to do, or one that's been suggested by? Don't never. Um, as always, Nick, I'm just I'm just delighted to be here. You know, uh, oh. on the on the on the ride. Because this is why you're so well so well cast in your role. Yeah, yeah, pliant. <laughs> Um, you see, uh, well, have you got the listener suggestions list in front of you, or do you want me to rattle some off? Uh, rattle some off. Okay. Um, so there's fulfillment, um, harm, uh, borders. These are all ideas we've gotten from listeners. Health, um, free will, responsibility, uh, genres, uh, plastics, um, and the concept of DIY. Oh, our listeners are so clever. Yeah, they're good. And interesting. They're all good. That, that, like, there isn't yeah. one on that list that uh, I wouldn't be thrilled. Well, look, in fairness, these are the list of suggestions that I've gotten, that we've gotten, that I thought were good. Oh, right. <laughs> have, have we received hundreds of duds? Uh, like no, fingernails. Really, no. Most, of, most of them are good. Really, there's only been about three or four. Of the, I only had to cut about three or four. But they were, you know, they were woeful. And, you know, and if, if, if you're the person who suggested it, you know that they were because uh, they're not on the list. <laughs> um, wow. Jokes on you! I've been using my um, alternate net avatar to make submissions that I thought were really good, and you've been ah. raising me. <laughs> um, Tell me, I want to know more Chris. about trucks. <laughs> uh, Cyber Chris um, was specifically not cast in this podcast for a reason, but I'm still glad he's here. Um, oh, that's sweet. Anyway, yeah, did any of those uh, jump out at you, Chris? Um, the ones that immediately do. The ones I can remember. Are, um, Responsibility, harm, borders, and I feel like we've almost talked about health in the past. I, I, yeah. I, I don't mind. I, I really, you know, I'm fall, falling at your feet. What's that? Let's do health. Health. Great. Yeah. Yeah. Great. On today's episode of the podcast. Hanging through the ether like a giant emotion. There's lotion, there's lotion. There's sometimes commotion, sometimes locomotion. Rank ideas. Take it to the bank, ideas. You're on Rank Ideas with Chris, Andrea, and Nick Delatovic. And today we are going to be putting the concept of health into our ever-expanding master list of all human ideas in order from best to worst. We'll put it under the things it's not as good at and over the things it's better than. Hopefully. Hopefully. I, I mean, mean, that is know, our promise. Take, I mean, I mean premise. <laughs> it's, pro, it's our pro-emmet, which is uh, an entire, one of the first entirely new idea that we'll be ranking. Yeah. Um, but, but not today because we're ranking health. Um, so, uh, Parameters. Feel, definitely. So the idea of health specifically. Because it's funny, right? I feel like, this one of, uh, of, you know, of the ones we've ranked so far, I feel like this is a particular example of a thing that people just think of as an objective thing rather than an idea, yeah. um, which is, to me is the fun of discussing it. Like it's, I feel like a lot of, a lot of people are walking around, um, including, including me, even though I know it's not true, they're still conditioning my mind that makes me think of health as just an, an objective scientific standard. Yeah. 
rather rather than a construction. Um, and it's not. It's um it's very much an idea. It's very much a concept, uh, a story that we tell ourselves, and it's used to um, uh, police and codify behaviours um, in ways that are um, a buckwild mix of um, good and bad uh, outcomes. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and I think it's um, important, so important from the start to um, to acknowledge your sort of role in that because you're a, you're a personal trainer. Yeah, yeah, I work at I work in a gym. I teach strength classes and do a little bit of one on one client work and um, help people very specifically with their um, yeah with, with their physical performance um, in terms of strength and um, prehab and rehab. I um, yeah, it's it's funny. Like I am, uh, you know, I make my main income in that industry, and um, also, yeah, I I feel like um, a lot of the way that I do it um, exists in repudiation or challenge to most of what the industry is, or contempt of what most of the industry is. Like to me, um, the fitness industry as a whole, you know, and the wellness industry that it overlaps with um, is mostly garbage and mostly toxic and a lot of that is to do with the just the flattened reductive um uh hollow story of what health is or what wellness is or what it is to you know or even what it is to be fit but i mean um if we look at health specifically um yeah it's an idea that um your uh physical well-being um uh and um, to me, that uh, comfortably includes um, your mental, the idea of mental health, because uh, the mind is a component of the body or is comprised entirely by things in the body. Um, but the idea that your physical well-being has, um, uh, has a standard, has a qualitative standard that um, can be improved or um, eroded through your actions. How do you feel with that, Chris? Yeah, pretty good. I just, I guess, to to say the obvious, we're excluding um, health where it's used to uh, measure non physical metrics. You know, like um, the, like the health yeah. of a society or the health of a system, or like yeah, that's, for sure. that's beyond well, the scope I'm, of what we're talking about. It's a good point. It's, it's a good point. I feel like um, I, let, let me just say, I feel like unpacking unpacking the concept um, in a way that makes that makes it rankable is done just as useful. I think the version you do at the kind of, at the, at the relative micro level of human health, um, gives you most of what you would need to unpack it in terms of any of its, yet those more metaphorical uses of the term or broader uses of the term. Um, because yet like the reason that we started, even the reason that you start that at some point people started to talk about the health of the society, for instance, was entirely bolted off of, um, and loaded by this, uh, original concept of um, physical health or individual health or um, organism and, health. And actually, oddly, uh, th- by making that distinction and that exclusion, I think it's a good point to start because that usage of it kind of exposes um, the construct nature of it as a as a measurement, um, of sort of like a, um, as a as a constructed measurement of like, yeah. um, I guess, things that are so multifaceted that you're sort of just getting a general impression rather than um, a scientific reading. Say, say for yeah, example, yeah. Sorry, just even to think of the health of say, one part of the body. You know, you can get signifiers yeah. that will give you data, but that's that's still you're still then impressing a narrative to determine whether that's a healthy range or healthy performance or whatever it may be. I feel like yeah, the the 
uh, place where the idea has ended up um, is, you know, um, really obviously represented by the idea of um, health bars in video games, like mm-hmm. a character just having a just just having a um, a hundred percent of health that then just gets uh, that gets uh, winnowed down um, as they take damage or um, conflict in the game, and I feel like that is that's kind of how we've come to think of health as a thing. Almost the idea of health as it's constructed has a thought experiment of a hundred percent health embedded in it, mm. which to me is the problem is the is the part of it that's all gapped up and um, and bad is that idea of we've we have uh, society-wide buy-in to the idea of, of health as a thing that um, is, a, is a spectrum of value that has a that has that has a version of that has a perfected version of itself. Yeah, which which at, at its most reductive sort of cartoon sense, you're literally walking around in a game, you get shot, you stumble across a plate of chicken, and you, you eat it, and you're completely healthy again. Like like that's so yeah. obviously. Like that makes sense as a metric in our minds as a dynamic, but it's completely, <laughs> we understand that that's of course completely absurd relative to real life. I wonder what societies yeah. looked like prior to the concept of health, because health can't be something that's uniformly existed across all human societies. I wonder what they looked like, you know, you're sort of going around, presumably we're pre, pre-history to find mm. these these societies and, well, maybe, not necessarily, but... Um, I think that's the easiest one to imagine. And then you're going around, suddenly you're struck by an, an ailment or something doesn't function as it normally does. And I guess maybe yeah. there's some metaphysical explanation for that or um, some other understanding. But it, it, but there's like, is it still measured in this? Do you think there's still the same sort of framework concept of health that would, would be common to human societies? I don't think there would be. No, I feel like, yeah, it's... Um Push back on this if you think it's wrong, but I feel like yeah, the specific thing that um, the version of health, the idea of health that we're dealing with, brings in is the idea of um, action and re- action and personal responsibility and choices um, as the thing that as, you know as the thing that creates the outcome. Like I, in terms of your main question of oh, what does society pre the idea of health um, or without the idea of health? Uh, look like then it maybe looks like in a way you know it might people might have a more at one extreme people might have a more fatalistic idea um, this is uh, about um, about outcomes for you know the physical condition of someone's body for instance mm-hmm. or them or the the mental condition of someone's body um, and uh, less of a sense of it as a thing less of a character narrative of things being uh, that individual doing things well or badly, or even the society doing things well or badly. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't think it's about the individual. That. I think it's more about there is an agency to adjust it. Like that's a yeah. factor, you know, like something's not healthy. Totally. It was, it's not at what's healthy against what? It's not as it should be or could be. Yeah. Um, that, so there is like, I guess, an understanding of um, how something might be different, some some function and or th- some overall, you know, whatever aggregate of um, the functions that, individuals have sorry and and yeah and this gives me a handle on the things that i on both the things that i like and the things that i don't like um in terms of um uh and yet like i don't know using my uh practice my professional practice as an example um you know so a lot of there are a lot of um aspects of what the fitness industry trades in that i just eschew completely so i mean i don't engage in weight loss work with clients i don't engage in um 
yet, like mostly, um, I'm not uh, engaging with people in terms of their, um, you know, like uh, the visual changes to the visual representation of their body at all. Um, with yeah, with with some small exceptions, um, but the yeah, I'm, I'm you know, most, I gravitate my sensibility gravitates more towards helping people with just their um, the functionality of their body, the things that they can do. Um, and even then, um, I like to look at that um, through uh, like a frame of, um, you know, uh, granular patients, you know, day by day, um, acquire, you know, acquiring of skills and attributes. So, you know, the thing um, that I like about the idea of agency within the idea of health is the idea that even if you're in a... Um, even if even if a individual is in a situation where they're dealing with huge challenges, setbacks, limitations on what they on the realities of their body and what it can do or can't do or what it's experiencing, then there are actually always steps that can be made to improve situations. You know, quote unquote. By that, by which I mean, if someone's dealing with um, chronic pain uh, through uh, the realities of their body. Um, it's, and it's, it's, it might well be impossible for me to cure their pain, but with as a, as a, a coach working with them. But what I can probably, almost always, definitely do is reduce their pain or make a change to their profile, pain profile. And so, yeah, the idea of um, getting people to believe in the possibility of change is um, something that I'm warm on and feel good about, and you know, like invest in and commit to every day. Um, the dark side of that, the other, the part where it goes too far, is the idea of obviously putting all physical realities of the individual down to being a matter of their personal responsibility and whether or not they're um, living a quote-unquote healthy lifestyle. I, even you know, really, the thing to the thing to unpack and, and attack is the idea of there being an objective, one objective um, set of healthy behaviours that is the but superior way to behave. I think that's a social lens that's that's leading health to to imply that like I, I think there'd be plenty of times in society and in societies now and places within their own society where the idea of um, individuals health can be uh, aggregated and advocated without um, and and understood as a, f- a function of agency but also uh, by baking in ideas of um, of sort of a community context as, as providing for or prohibiting um, uh positive changes in that that trend of that that concept of health like i I feel like the idea that um the the toxicity of of the idea of of um health as a virtue doesn't i don't think it's necessarily pinned to the idea that health means it's your responsibility to um to manage your physical trajectory I think that's a good point. So, I mean, potentially this is an idea that just really simply rates higher on a list where reductive ideas, you know, maybe where ideas like personal responsibility or free will get ranked um, in their sensible place, you know, which might be lower. Like the idea of, um, yeah, uh, as you say, there's nothing intrinsic. Health has ended up in this current society being heavily knotted in with ideas of character and personal responsibility, which is the thing I like least about them. But, that doesn't it doesn't have to be so um uh, I, think- I also would be wary of taking a a, a complete dismissal approach because because my personal so i've been very um neglectful of my own health um 
continuously actually still like f- f- like uh just there there are numerous examples of things that i have just completely ignored because in my head i'm like you know this should be taken care of by you know someone else or this should be taken care of for <laughs> me and and consequently um you know i have sort of like some long-term um impacts not not even consciously thinking that somebody else should do this for me just more hoping that um you know that that uh whatever thing I'm not dealing with will be seen in the abstract without representing it at all, or will be dealt with by some system that just doesn't exist or, you know, couldn't exist without my input anyway. And so I think that, Mm. you know, that there is a, there is a, it's not, it's not a, it's not a baby that you want to completely throw out the idea that, um, that that, that there are parameters that we all have to, to, to engage with various elements of our health. And I would hope, like I mean, obviously we, we all have, like you said, we have completely different capacities, and um, but sorry, this is this is getting a bit far away, perhaps from. No, the- I don't think it is. I mean, because cards on the table, I um, you know, I'm someone who I put hours a week into um, behaviors and attributes that you know are coded as health, like as in I do a lot of very very specifically. Um, I put a lot of work into my physical performance in various areas. Like I train, you know, I train. So that my body can do certain things, um, and that's a very that's a, that's something that's very precious and very valued to me. You know that idea of being able to um, uh, have um, a body that can do all the things I want to do and keep acquiring new things that I haven't done yet that I still want to be able to do with my body, and to be able to do that as late into life as possible um, is uh, you know like I'm very proactively engaged with that. And, um, you know, to another extent, you know, I do like basic things. Like I, I go to, the, I get regu- I go to the dentist regularly, um, you know, basic, basic stuff like that. I'll get mole checks. Um, I don't feel, uh, yeah, I mean, that's about it. Like it's, it's, so I, I don't do me either of and, those things and I wish that I did. See, uh, yeah. I mean, you know, part of it is just like, I'm basically quite risk averse and, um, also the things that I, um, you know, the, the, there's an arena of physical performance that I'm in regularly that where it's where the outcomes are getting tested. So I can't really, it would be weird. It would be weirdly dissonant for me. And I see people doing it, but it'd be weirdly dissonant for me to being tested in those arenas again and again, and not, but not be doing anything to make sure that the outcomes of those tests are going to be good, mm-hmm. um, that I'm not going to score better on those tests. But also that's interesting, right? Because that's, it's, it's one very specific arena of what is, sort of health and there are other versions of there are other arenas of what is codified as health that I um, don't just opt out of but kind of stand in challenge to just because of my sense of just because my assessment of them as being um, uh, of, of not uh, they're not being a, a store of human knowledge that is reliable and enactable so I mean food is a good example so I basically, um, my assessment, so, you know, in the gym, when it comes to the science of strength training and physical performance, um, we know a lot, like there's a lot that is known, um, like everything, there are different, there are overlapping schools of thought and schools of thought that challenge to each other, but there's so much data at this point that allows me to make good choices for myself and, and direct others in their choices. Mm-hmm. Um, with, with food and nutrition, there just isn't yeah. like it's a, to say it's a science in its in, infancy is the optimistic because that suggests that it'll ever get out of its infancy. Yeah, well, like I mean, it's, it's just, just such a hard. 
yeah, yeah, you can't isolate scientific- anything seemingly. And- yeah. Yeah. Scientific controls and nutrition are just so difficult, maybe impossible to get. So it's um, with our current resources. So I mean, we just don't. I I can't. I I can't be satisfied that anything is known enough to the point where I have a compelling reason to eat anything other than just what I like to eat and feel like eating on any given day. Yeah. So that's how I eat. And yeah. also, I'm very privileged to. I have no evidence that I'm getting any ill effects from that. You know, my my um, physical reality is a positive one on the whole so I've you know so I would need a reason to change to change and whereas uh, you know and at the moment the only reason to change would be the various social uh, various pressure the pressuring um social narratives and concepts about how people should quote-unquote eat and none of those are compelling to me but they do govern the way that most people eat um and that's um definitely uh that to me is a big uh debit in terms of looking at the things that are uh, troubling around the aspect of health is, you know, maybe it's not the highest stakes thing, but I just see so many people eating stuff that's not the thing that they would actually want to be eating. Yeah. Um, and that without actually having, without having a really, and the reason that they're doing it has no actual foundation. Yeah. And that just makes me a little sad, <laughs> you know, seeing someone eating their, drinking their peanut butter smoothie when they just want a milkshake. Yeah. Um, and there's no, there's, we have, in terms of what humankind actually knows, we don't actually know that there's any reason to have um, the peanut butter smoothie instead. Dietary reason. And the, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. And then, of course, you get into the all the obvious things like, um, uh, you know, people's intuitions about body fat uh, and, um, you know, like the classic thing when, when it's, in, it's funny, like when you're um, seeing, seeing the extreme alarm you get from certain quarters anytime there's even a slight uptick in, narratives of um tolerance acceptance love towards fat people in a in a society in a in a in, to, in a world where across the entire world there is um just an absolute wall of prejudice against the idea of fatness and you see any little challenge to that just gets met with um uh just just so much fear and panic from certain people from from people around the idea of like oh but you know are we uh we're flying in the face of reality around, you know, to support this because it's, it's fundamentally just not healthy, which is just, that's just not a fact. In the yeah, way sure. It's just a hammer that people you know? pick up to, to regulate some idea of what they yeah. think. But, you know, seeing that it is just, that is just internalized as a fact by people. Whereas, you know, like factually, there are plenty of, of fat people who are perfectly healthy compared to anyone else, quote unquote. But again, that's a dumb thing to say as well, because what does perfectly healthy mean? Like, because yeah. it, it, it doesn't chart to a percentage. Um, it doesn't chart to a, you know, as in, and again, like, because uh, there isn't even a clean uh, distinction between what the metrics of success are. Because, I mean, are you talking, when you talk about health, are you talking about life expectancy? Are you talking about what your body can do or not do? Are you talking about your, the day-to-day levels of pain versus comfort in your body? Um Obviously, we're talking about an intersectional mix of all these things. That's common sense. But the idea that, um, as, you said, as, yeah, as you indicated before, it all just gets flattened down to this idea of just a score, just a health score out of 10. It's, it's really interesting how those sorts of shorthands, and I guess this is the type of thing that we just continuously come up against because we're, you know, this, we're all carrying around these heuristic-driven brains, um, mm. how uh, those shorthands you know, enable us to do a lot as a tool but also have... Uh, huge shadows where they don't match on reality and, and there are costs of those. I, I, I'm thinking, um, I was handing out how to vote 
cards a, a couple lectures ago, and I was next to this guy who's a health economist. Uh, he was handing out how to vote cards for the Labor Party, and I was talking to him, and he was saying that um, I, I was I just asked him what the biggest obstacle to getting good outcomes in our own society was, and he said, mm. um, "Well, when politicians talk about um, health in public, there is that they they have to have." metrics surrounding hospital beds and nurses and doctors and things like that. And, mm-hmm. and, and, and that's, you know, where, where that's not necessarily what's, what's the most needed thing. And I, and I went away from that thinking, yeah, geez, I wonder what it would be if you like could, you know, when, when AI is running society, will it just be like, Oh, we'll give you $200 a week if you do X, Y, Z thing for you, you know, because it's cheaper than having to pinch the end of this problem at hospital or whatever, whatever, whatever it might be. I, I just think that like the, the, those sorts of shorthands um, are inevitable, but also with, with health, like that sort of total aggregate score. I, I can't think of, um, I can't think of a way that you could do it that didn't involve that because there are just too many data points, too many moving pieces. Like when you think of somebody's overall, like what we aggregate as health, like you're looking at the function of all of their, you know, their their physical systems. You're looking at their genetics. You're looking at um, their behaviors. I just think there are too many things to, to, um, to break them down and regulate them individually. But then, does this, that, is this, there a use at all for the for the? This people? is an interesting space in terms of. I mean, yeah, because this is worth talking about for a couple of minutes because I feel like it's going to come up across different topics mm-hmm. that we rank. And, um, you know, because I think, you know, the listeners are very aware at this point that, you know, uh, that it's possible that I'm just constantly trying to hold um, things to an impossible standard or critiquing things against an impossible standard of, um, uh, you know, like obviously every, everything, every idea that exists is a flat and reductive attempt to um, deal with the um, ocean of complexity in the world using our, you know our, the heuristics of our brains. That said, yeah, I, I'm not so relaxed about saying that something has to be the way that it is, because the alternative is tons is processing tons of complexity and holding tons of complexity. Mm-hmm. I think it's yeah, I think it's going to be interesting going ahead, and maybe this will take, maybe this will lead to us trying to find the ideas that uh, that allow for it or that might need to be created to allow for yeah, it. Yeah, I really but like that, me, like the system, the sweeping systemic improvements that we'd have to have to overcome all these obstacles yeah. we keep coming. I mean, yeah, they're pretty and, obvious. Yeah, as in, as in currently, health is like a lot of ideas in society. Like it, it exists because we need, the individual needs a way to have things curated, the complexity of the world curated to them in a, in a graspable, handleable, simpler way. Does it always have to be that way? Is the active question? Yeah, and um, yeah, I I would hate to just say yes without um, turning it over as a thing. And to me, yeah, because to me, if the downsides are of if the downsides of the idea of health, because you know I feel like and you know I feel like talking about it in this way might um, rail like chuck us straight into the ranking process. But yeah, the, yeah fine. If, if if yeah, I'm fine with that too. If um if the idea of if the problems with it um, or the reality of it is about it being just um, a simple kind of uh, just an ultimate flattening of an idea of a reality that is made up of a ton of intersectional factors that we don't yet have a full grasp of or can't access all the data points around, um, then 
yeah, can we can we optimistically believe in a version of society where we could, where the layperson could just grapple and come to grips with all of the separate things? Would that just be a question of having all the right ideas, like, um, or or better vocabulary, or or just um, you know, a trust in things like expertise and authority to sometimes explicate us to if if either explicate the complexity or at least sometimes allow us to be like, oh, my reductive intuitions around this aren't right, you know? <laughs> like maybe maybe my judgments about how quote-unquote healthy this person is have to be tabled for a bit while I look at the complexity of the situation. I guess it's, I'm optimistic because I'm, in the, I'm a person of average intelligence and I've been able to deconstruct my thinking around a bunch of this stuff. Like I definitely, you know, I had as dumb and simplistic ideas of health uh, as as whoever has the dumbest of those at some point in my life, and that's improved. So, um, I, I would, I, you know, I'd contest that you're of average intelligence, but I can't be bothered um, doing it on air. But the um, the the I, I my instinct is that there have been probably plenty of such concepts that even just in our lives have fallen from um, general shorthand to redundancy because people have more. Um, there's more nuance enabled by the sweeping technological changes that we've experienced that, or, you know, mm. um, that, that have driven other factors that have, that have, um, that have caused us to things to just fall out of vogue in, in mainstream use that are big handles. I wish I could think of some, I guess with more space or time, maybe you a listener are screaming into your phone. Um, with one, well, you know. in which case, please let us know because I'd I'd love to love to give it some more thought. I, I, I'm inclined to agree. I, like, I feel like already you can, you can, it's not completely abstract to understand what it would take to circumvent that big aggregate and to um, and what sort of system. Th- then the question becomes: What sort of systems of authority or, or measurement or replacement languages do you have? And um, are they, you know, are they constructed well? It doesn't, but it, it doesn't really matter because the principle is: Can we turf it? Probably. Probably, and is it and is it about replacement as well? Like we think that the idea of health would need to be replaced with something because we think that because we feel that there's something intuitively right about all of these aggregate things being under this banner but is there you know like actually i think i think if you replace it with 50 things you're still replacing it like i think that good point like there's something there's something about it that that like it's a sticky handle because but that's that's which is no justification for its existence but it's a sticky handle because people do are reaching for something to use and they want to, and you know, and in fairness, let's like the compassionate, the necessary compassionate reading of why people would want the idea of health in the first place and invest in it is the idea. It comes back to the idea of agency. Like I, as a person, invest in certain in certain narratives of health because I want to know that I can make changes um, to my selfhood in my body and to the people around, and even to the people around me. You know, like I'm invested in the idea that the thing I do for a living at work is worthwhile. You know, mm-hmm. and um, and I think it's worthwhile because. Um, I think that the people who come, people who spend consistent time with me, get outcomes that reflect that reflect the things they want in a healthy way, and that um, help them uh, prove things about what's possible for them in their lives. Um, yeah, there's a lot of cringingly earnest things that I'm buying and believing about it every day, even while I'm, you know, snidely rejecting a bunch of what a bunch of the rest of what I think is the main discourse. Like, there's there's a lot of so there's a lot of aspects in which I'm a believer in health because I'm a believer in I'm a believer in change of state, you know, yeah. uh, in the idea of change of state, and the idea of change of state is a worthwhile thing. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, that uh, I said, like the idea of um, just 
dunking on myself for buying into any version of it. Um, you know, it's, just, it's, uh, uh, there are, there are reasons for that. Um, uh, I'm ready to rank it. Is there yeah, anything else you want to turn me over too. about no, it? No, I just, I just, a final statement is I just feel like, um, the elements of it can be more succinctly and usefully, uh, recreated with other bits of the cognitive toolkit. And, um, so I don't really feel invested in this concept at all. Yeah. Which makes it pretty, you know, it's a low ranking. So it's, let's look at, um, let's look at, uh, the part of the list where things, uh, where we're, where we're looking at, you know, uh, lower list concepts. Again, it's had, there's still only, there's still less than 20 things on the list at the moment. So, um, mm-hmm. or we might've just hit 20. So it's, uh, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's hard to get a sense of where, what the scope and scale of where this is, where things will eventually be once, you know, what, where they'll eventually be on a list of a thousand ideas. Um, but the um, at the moment where it starts, we kind of have a bottom six for me, which is where we start to get into ideas that I think of as weaker. So uh, at least relatively. So in descending order down to the bottom. So because you know, to me, mail is our last like solidly solid idea, mm-hmm. and then after that, you've got a job. We've got jobs, cheating worse than jobs, celebrity worse than cheating, genius worse than celebrity, fandom worse than genius, and faith worse than fandom uh, so, my first instinct and I'm, let's interrogate it at each step please um, is to pop it mm-hmm. ab- above celebrity because I think I think um, oh what do I think I, th- I think I think even just as a handle for like hey how are you have you how's your health been you know I feel like there is a there is a use that people want and so that that keeps it above the very worst things because, because it's use. Ugh. Yeah. Tricky. Yeah. I it's difficult because like I spit that. into the circle. Cause I, then it's like, well, if it's use is overall more harmful than positive, mm. then you could give it up. I feel like, yeah, let me, let me, I, I do think that the, that the reductive versions of health, maybe it's just because I think about, you know, like a lot of what uh, there are celebrities whose entire celebrity persona is based around, you know, prosecuting narratives around health. Yeah. And I think about if they, if that tool was taken away from them, would it, it feels like another thing that would lead to an improved version of celebrity. Yeah. Happy to have it below having talked it through. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I feel like um, the other thing is, you know, in terms of talking, this, this might be a weird notion, but the, in terms of both of them are kind of celebrity and c- celebrity is mass communication through the locus of, of individuals, mm-hmm. individual humans and health is um, uh, the communication of a grand narrative through just a grand narrative, you know? And um, yeah, something so about the idea of utility. one thing. Yeah. One thing about celebrity that I do like is the idea that even the most, even the crappiest version of it still has to be, um, attached to real life human beings who at some point will be real life human beings in space in a way that um, still has the potential to, potential to show real things. Yeah. Whereas an, an idea that is just transmitted as an idea could always, always has the potential to only be a hundred percent wrong. Um, but yes, but that's, um, but, that's the, but in the like, same way as you interact against, um, you know, whatever real element of, of celebrities and, and it's the interaction that can generate the value regardless of what that is. Mm. Um, people do also interact against the idea of health um, in ways that can be positive and enriching. 
Yeah. I guess the question is if that if that way didn't exist, can those interactions still exist? I think absolutely. So it does. I really, yeah. I really think absolutely. Yeah. So it, it does yeah, go that's, below. That's... It probably only goes above ones that are um, nefariously harmful in their usage. Yeah, and Such I do again, like so. It's, so under celebrity, we've got genius, and I do think they're kind of. Um, I, I do think they're kind of comparable in their potential for harm, health and genius, but I think health just has, uh, yeah, I, I feel, yeah, there are some handles of ethic of things that might be not like, that might be uniquely nice about the idea of health, even if they're small, but in which I don't, I just don't feel that way about genius. I just feel like it, maybe, maybe I would still rank genius below just because I think ultimately it's a smaller idea and a big idea, even if it's, um, uh, Florida Reduct still has scope for some aspects of it to be edifying. That's so funny. Uh, for, maybe that's for exactly. Maybe, maybe that's backwards. Yeah, that for exactly that same reason. I I had it the other way around in my mind. I was like, yeah, you know, genius you is a smaller idea. Up? Its scope, its, its scope to do harm is going to be less impactful and influential for the the, the, the yeah. negative sides of it. Um, yeah, I've just talk, I've just talked myself out of that by saying it. Yeah, that's <laughs> great. I can help. Come, I reckon health comes under genius okay, and great. above, still, still happily above fandom. Jeez, I love I love the people who look at this list from afar and be like, Nick and Chris, I know them. How have they gone? What do they think of health? Oh God, what do they think of authority? Oh my God, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> funny how it happens. Great. Funny, it's so, that's mm-hmm. so interesting. I would never have thought going to that conversation how it that health that would land here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's, it's just it's just such a great super villain the biography that we're like not even bundle. allowed to write from the hague that's it mm-hmm. <laughs> give us a pen oh, johnny hague jay <laughs> mm-hmm. hague um great awesome awesome uh very excited as always uh listeners uh for your uh takes on our takes mm. um on our aerobic on our aerobicable can't go back on them takes but, but still um and um, yeah, uh, with and keep those uh, suggestions coming because that was our third listener suggestion episode in a row. So mm, um, and and please do you know s- send us along to a friend, Sh- share it around because uh, the bigger the pool, the the you know more wild ideas we're going to get. It's true. See you next um, time. Yeah, share it. Yeah, see you next time.